Hi everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Wake Up Boost. I don't know about you, but sometimes I just have a hard time getting up in the morning. Whether I feel racked by anxiety over the day's events, whether I feel depressed about where I am in my life, or if I just feel as if the eight hours of sleep I got amounts to nothing. Sometimes I find it necessary to psych myself out for the day and give myself a reason to make the bed, brew some coffee, and get down to business. It's my plan to post a brief podcast every week for the first month. And eventually, I'd like to shoot for a daily recording. The episodes will range not much longer than 10 minutes each, as there are already plenty of amazing self-help podcasts that go very in-depth. Instead of digging down into the marrow of life's mystery in an hour-long format, it is my intention to distill my experiences and studies into about two five-minute segments to give you a concentrated shot of life force to start off your day the right way. I named this show Wake Up Boost for two reasons. Number one, just as the name implies and just like I've already said, I want to give you a power stream of motivation and life force to wake up well. Waking up well starts your day on the right foot and can set you up for a healthy perspective and better choices all day long. Number two, waking up in the Buddhist tradition in which I practice also means becoming aware of your true self. In SGI Nichiren Buddhism, we believe that sentient beings are empowered with a luminous nature that enables us to confront life's obstacles with limitless resources of wisdom, courage, and compassion. The only trick is waking up to our potential. Although I am not wise by any means, I will rely on the study and practice of Nichiren Buddhism, my Reiki healing practice, and my meditation practice to give you any valuable insight that I have received. You might be wondering, who the hell is this kid? Well, my pen name as a poet and author is R.K. Stuart Tilly, but I'd like you to call me Robin, and most people do. I sat down to write a bio to introduce myself to you, but it got really, really long, and I don't want this show to just focus on my life. Instead of a one-off bio, I will introduce myself by sharing a brief experience from my life that taught me something. Again, I don't want this show to turn into a me parade, so moving forward, I really want to share both experiences from my life and experiences that any of you listeners share with me. Thanks. When I was 18 years old, I visited New York City for Halloween with some friends. While it was interesting to see New York outside of a school trip for the first time, making unhealthy choices based on an unhelpful perspective led me to misery for the first two days we spent there. When it came time for us to depart a short time later, my best friend and I stayed there together. We had no idea why we stayed, and we had no idea what we were going to accomplish. It was almost as if we were looking for something from this trip that hadn't been fulfilled in the few days that we'd spent there so far. I had a few friends upstate that had banded together to live in a house, so I offered that to my friend as a destination. We bought two bus tickets from Grand Central that would take us as far from the city as we could get. This turned out to be a place called Suffern, and we got off the bus into the rain and cold, walking as far as we could. 
We hadn't slept much the previous night, so when we came across it, we settled under a highway overpass and drifted off to sleep for a few hours. We walked around when we woke up and ended up getting on another bus, which took us to a local mall. From there, we began to hitchhike. And with each person we met, with each new town we came into, our journey became an adventure. It was approaching winter, and we were short of funds, and we could no longer take for granted the everyday necessities of food, water, mobility, and comfortable rest. We slept outside in 20-degree weather, we scavenged what we could, and we walked and hitchhiked a total of 115 miles from Suffern to Albany. Despite these moment-to-moment hardships, the only time they really bothered me was when I could feel my toes freezing in my shoes. Aside from that one very troubling sensation, I felt serene and carefree. Outside of the normal context of my ego, I felt naturally at peace. I wasn't troubled by finding our next meal or ride. The road stretched out before us and there was nothing else that I could think of. When we would meet people along the way, I found myself more attentive to their stories and their presence. And though we never asked for money or food, they gave it to us, and I realized how dependent I was on their kindness. It dawned on me that we are all dependent on each other for our existence. This was one of the first times I had a glimpse of what freedom could be, and as imperfect and as immature as it was, I woke up just a little bit. Now I want to introduce our wake-up concept this week. I'll preface this segment by saying that while I welcome questions about SGI Nichiren Buddhism, and I would never discourage anyone from practicing, if chanting is something that doesn't interest you, I still believe that the following principle can be put into practice with some effect. Our wake-up concept this week is called Hon In-nyo in SGI Nichiren Buddhism. This translates from Japanese to mean the mystic principle of the true cause. In SGI Nichiren Buddhism, we practice the mystic principle of the true cause by chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. When SGI Nichiren Buddhists chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, we are making a determination to reveal our Buddha nature, our true nature, and move beyond any suffering or obstacle that assails us. This enables us to cultivate a spirit of never giving up on ourselves and to start anew each time we face failure or we fall short. The founder of our school, Nichiren, uncovered Nam Myoho Renge Kyo as the true cause of awakening to our true nature, or enlightenment. In previous Buddhist teachings, it was taught that the historical Buddha Shakyamuni awakened to his true nature at a chronological point in his life. The concept of the mystic principle of the true cause uncovered the truth that enlightenment is a potential that exists within us at all times. Now, this might sound very arcane and irrelevant, but I find it profound. We navigate about our lives here on planet Earth with the sense that we were born, we grew up, and now we are engaged in whatever it is that we are doing. We are limited in our present actions by what we have done in the past, and our future is determined by our present actions. There is a sense in which this is definitely true. If you are halfway through a two-mile walk and you are walking no faster than two miles per hour, 
You can't somehow reach your destination in 15 minutes without altering your speed. Most people would find it silly to be too distracted by regretting our first half an hour of slow walking to realize that it is time to walk faster. But it is exactly this sort of regret, shame, and ultimately distraction that limits our perspective of what it is possible for us to accomplish. I'm going to use slow walker mentality to describe this state of mind. I'm not trying to belittle anyone by saying it is silly to feel shame or regret. I mean, I am just as plagued by shame and regret as anybody alive. Nor am I saying that it is necessary or even possible to utterly discard shame and regret. Channeled skillfully, these emotions can be a motivation to move forward. However, our hearts and minds seem to be overwhelmed by these feelings. And instead of having a positive reaction to them, we often fall into a depressed stupor of inaction. Hon in Myol tells us that we are not as limited by our past as we believe. It is true that there is a certain habit energy that forms around unhealthy and unhelpful choices made repeatedly. It is also true that when we try to alter these choices become habits to something more positive, that we encounter inertia or pushback against changing them. Not only is there this inertia, but we must also be self-conscious enough to see that we are making unhealthy or unhelpful choices in order to even attempt to change them in the first place. This is exactly the behavior that we can counter with the principle of Hon in Myol. As an example, in the final moments of Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker is at death's door, and Emperor, Pal Emperor Palpatine is using the dark side of the Force to kill him slowly but surely. Darth Vader, previously Anakin Skywalker, looks on as his son is being murdered. After a life of using the dark side of the Force to commit atrocities in the name of the Empire, our slow walker mentality would lead us to believe that the weight of Vader's past is too heavy for him to overcome, and that he is doomed to watch his son die at the hands of his master. What actually plays out in the movie is very different. Darth Vader is overcome by compassion for Luke, and transforms before our eyes into a Vader that saves Luke's life. This is Hon in Myol in action. Now I know that Return of the Jedi is just a movie, but many real-life examples exist. Take a look at Jarvis J. Masters, a former armed robber who has turned his life on death row into an opportunity to teach kindness and mindfulness to others through his writing. No matter how horrible the actions we have taken might be, they do not alter our true nature, nor do they inhibit our ability to make healthier, more helpful choices. Feeling down or bad about ourselves does not aid us in changing our present and future. For this reason, Han in Myol is perhaps more accurately translated as from this moment forward. I want to end this segment with a quote from my teacher and mentor, SGI President Isaku Ikeda. The past is the past, and the future is the future. You should keep moving forward with a steady eye on the future, telling yourself, I'll start from today. I'll start afresh from now, from this moment.
I want to make it clear that I have no special qualifications to be inspiring or motivating anyone. I'm an ordinary person just like you. Anything I share on this podcast is something I've only imperfectly put into practice myself. I am more than open to hearing from anyone that has any insight or wants to have a conversation about anything related to what I share on the show or anything else. Please reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email me from my website. Links are available wherever you found this podcast. Thanks for listening, and please join me next week.